Well, hello. Welcome to the Little Lessons Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Mitchell, and I am so excited that you have tuned in to listen to this week's episode. This this interview was actually recorded a few months ago while I was in Canada fishing with my husband. It's an interview with one of my fishing guides, and it's a really, really awesome interview. Um, This story of having faith and then kind of losing faith and then finding it again and then um, coming back to faith and learning more about our relationships with Heavenly Father. It's just a really neat interview. And it's really cool because I uh, recorded this on location on the Arctic Circle. So it was a unique location, a unique individual, and just a really awesome, inspiring conversation. So that's two on location episodes in two weeks. That's pretty cool. Um, If you're new to the Little Lessons podcast, what I do is I share all of the small and simple but significant ways that and very unique ways that Heavenly Father interacts with his children. I do this by sharing my own experiences, but also interviewing amazing people like the person you'll hear from today. So please enjoy this week's episode of the Little Lessons podcast, a prayer for a fisherman. All right, I am here in the most beautiful environment. This is definitely the most unique place where I have ever done a podcast interview. I am on the Arctic Circle on Great Bear Lake with my good friend, Hayden Slaymaker. Hayden, welcome to the Little Lessons Podcast. Hey, how's it going? (laughs) So good. So good. Um, So the reason that Hayden and I know each other is I've been up here for the last week trout fishing on Great Bear Lake with my with my husband. And Hayden has been one of our absolutely amazing guides. And he is absolutely salt of the earth. Everybody needs a friend like Hayden. And if you're going out on a boat, you need him with you every time. <laughs> so Hayden, I have a question for you. If you could go fishing anywhere in the world, number one, where would you go? Number two, what style of fishing would you do? Well, I would actually say Great Bear Lake, where we are, uh, up in the Northwest Territories. The arm of the lake that we're in is above the Arctic Circle, so it's quite remote, flying location only. And this place has the biggest trout in the world. Um, and I would fly fish this area. It's not, there's not enough fly fishermen maybe that come up. We're trolling with heavy tackle, right? Big spoons and flatfish, which is a a really erratic lure that works well. But when we do get good fly fishermen up here, we control or cast for them. And in my opinion, a fly, something on the surface or a little nymph in the water or something that imitates a minnow called a streamer uh, outperforms spoons. Stop it. Okay, I just caught a 23 pounder on a spoon so how am i catching that on a tiny little fly well how you caught that on the spoon was uh the group of guides that took your family fishing and uh yeah they they had experience knew where they were going um but maybe in the future try flies i'm in i'm in you sold me all right um hayden can you give me a bio about yourself just put yourself in context for me sure so I'm 30 this year. I've lived in Alberta, central Alberta, my whole life, born and raised. 
Um, after high school, I'd, you know, traveled a little bit. I went to the University of Alberta, got a degree, which I may not use in my life. What's your degree in? Oh, I have a kinesiology degree. Oh, seriously? I do, yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, from there, I uh, maybe floated around different jobs, haven't quite settled on a career. Mm -hmm. um, but what I do want to do is be able to afford the time off to fish and hunt. And right now I'm able to take that two months off uh, of work every summer and come out here. And eventually that will be four months, uh, ideally six months. And then I'll make that a full-time venture for myself. That sounds really, really incredible and extremely romantic, <laughs> you know, and I, and I don't mean romantic, like lovey-dovey, but it's just like a picture perfect, mm. you know, view of the future that sounds really, really incredible. So I hope it happens for you. Thank you. I've, it took me a while to realize, like it takes you a while maybe to realize your dreams. Mm -hmm. um, I would have fit in out here earlier in life, but it took until 2019 for my first year to get that invite and come on up. But uh, yeah, that's cool. all I have to say. So how long have you been fishing? Oh, so a bit more on that backstory. My father through the 80s, uh, 79 to 91 fished this lake on a different part of the lake a lodge that's now owned by plumbers but mm -hmm. 300 miles away and uh, he then quit guiding to uh, raise a family so I, he was guiding in a different way as a parent that's right <laughs> uh, so that was our hobby every summer after after uh, we were finished our uh, fall semester I guess we would load up with a boat and a motorhome and mm -hmm. a family of four would go into northern Alberta and sometimes into Saskatchewan and BC and camp fish every day wow yeah and he'd had plenty of knowledge on any type of fishing really and he's what got me into the fly fishing and here I am today that's really um that's a that's a really sweet story because as parents, we want our kids to find their passions. And a lot of times we hope that it goes in a certain direction. And sometimes it does, like in your case, and sometimes it goes like totally opposite. And so that's so neat that you actually got to share that with your dad and with your family. Yeah, thank you. I, I see now that there's probably nothing else in the world I could have done that would have made my parents more proud. Mm -hmm. And not to say that this is uh, like you need a lot of schooling or education or it's a tough job to get. But there's the, uh, such a deep sentimental value in me now being able to spend time on the same lake. Mm -hmm. um, quick fact, these fish, they live a very, very long time. Uh, the little bit of research that has been done up here is the fish that we eat for shore lunch um, are oftentimes 50 years old even though they're only four, three pounds. And so there's a highly high likelihood that the same fish my father was catching are still swimming around in this lake. Oh my gosh. I didn't know that. Thank you for sharing that with me because that puts everything into a little bit of a different perspective because I've caught shore lunch mm -hmm. a few times this week. I've been the one who caught the fish and to know that it was that old. That fish was likely older than you. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is crazy to yeah, think about. It is a That's cool so one. crazy. Um, well, Hayden, can you tell me about, uh, this is a faith-based podcast. You've listened to a few episodes. We've talked a lot about it. Um, can you tell me about your experience with religion and God and where that all works in your life? Mm. So I've had a number of experiences, profound experiences. Uh, first, as a child, we were raised in a Christian family. We attended church, um, a number of Bible studies, always Sunday school. And eventually my parents maybe had a disagreement or falling out with that specific church and we stopped attending. And it, I don't know, like that, I had questions about that. I, d I didn't quite understand it was important then at such an early age. And I, and um, like really important for uh, early teachings in life, like mm -hmm. kids, what they're getting from those early years from religion is perhaps quite important. Anywho's that was confusing, but I maybe had a falling out when I got into public education and you hear all about evolution, mm -hmm. right? Perhaps uh not that they are anti-religious, but you get a contradicting reason for why all of this is the way it is. Um, yeah, so maybe I'd settled on a little bit of an evolutionary mindset through my teens, okay? Mm -hmm. Then I met maybe my first love of my life through high school, and then we dated into college, and she was from a very religious family, which I loved and respected, and I cared enough about that person to maybe reconsider my position with God, where my mindset, my thoughts. Mm -hmm. And I fully, I full, I, I allowed him into my life. You know, I attended church, the number of Bible studies, I have read the Bible mm -hmm. in my adult life, right? Um, but that like uh, early relationship, those are sometimes tough, especially for high school kids in this modern world. Mm -hmm. And uh, that all that all fell apart, and I again became cynical and had another falling out with religion. I do want to mention. Uh, I'll mention something that came back in my travels after all this had happened. I'd broken up with that woman, and I'd caught on to an author called Eckhart Tolle. Uh, many might be familiar with him. Was endorsed uh, by Oprah in the early two thousands. Um, but phenomenal author, the book, uh, A New Earth, it just changed my life. And it really made me start to feel that connection again for the third time, right? Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to plug his books too much, but <laughs> A New a new Earth and The Power of Now, just phenomenal. Um, anyway, so I, I've started to, I, after that point, started to respect religion again, uh, start to uh, welcome God back into my life, see the beauty mm -hmm. in a lot of things and how that might be. Mm, oh, I'm lost for words on that one. Well, when you look at, when you look at this environment, it's very easy to be at a loss for words because mm -hmm. there's literally nothing that compares to looking out across this lake and you've got the midnight sun that never sets, you know, and there's nothing that compares to what we see when we're here <laughs> yeah and that puts me back on track so current day i've met a beautiful woman 
from a small town in Alberta and I didn't, I wasn't looking for anybody or anything, mm. but I, coincidence might not be the right word, but I have found someone very special, raised similar to me and their family still uh, attends church, right? Mm. Reads the Bible as they go up in age. Uh, her parents are maybe a bit more religious. Parents are quite, uh, just, I'm not sure the term. Devout. Devout. Mm -hmm. Perfect word. Um, and so that's starting to, to uh, I'm starting to find my path again, maybe mm -hmm. I would say. Yeah. And so what does that look like for you now to be on that, that path, that journey again? Hmm. That to me, well, it's, it sort of started like their family. I've not said grace since that first relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, but with their family, grace is important, mm -hmm. right? There's small references, uh, throughout her family, mm -hmm. right? Which I understand and partake in, but now in our own household, we say grace, mm -hmm. which is beyond powerful and important. You need to, you don't need to do anything, but it has really helped me to practice gratitude, which I feel goes, it, it might be overlooked mm -hmm. for no particular reason by many people, but that's just a very easy time. Mm -hmm. And as grateful as I am for the food in front of us, I am, I feel grateful for the reason we have this food, the, the efforts that perhaps you're loved ones or yourself has put in to afford mm -hmm. this food for people um uh it's it's just it's that's just the most important thing to practice gratitude that i had once known and forgotten mm -hmm. so yeah that's sort of bringing me back towards god one example yeah i i love that and any opportunity that we have to commune with God, Heavenly Father, you know, he, I believe that he, he wants to talk to his children. He wants his children to talk to him. And anytime we take that opportunity, he's excited, you know, just like any other parent would be to talk to their kid. You know what I mean? Um, so what do you, what do you, obviously you can't tell the future, you know, but where do you see this path taking you? Well, it's a little bit, uh, as I've aged and where I find myself now, I'm a little bit more focused, mm -hmm. meaning uh, I now understand myself better, which has taken quite a while. And I understand what my future looks like mm -hmm. or, or what, I what I would like. I, I now have goals and a direction and um, I with this woman and the guidance of God will be a big part of my future. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause we can't do it without him, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so I wanted to ask you, do you have any experiences as a fisherman, as a guide, as an outdoorsman where you can look at an experience and say, that was God talking to me. That was God sending me a message. 
Um, I could share a story from every single day on this lake. Uh, a general story would be every single day we want to keep a small trout so that we can feed uh, the people in our boat. Mm -hmm. And you are beyond thankful for that fish because some days the fishing could be hard. You might not find that one fish that you need, the, the right size fish, right. Uh, before lunch. Mm -hmm. And then, then you're needing a little bit of you're needing a little bit of prayer maybe a little bit of grace um so every day and again that goes back back to praying is mm -hmm. that be grateful for that fish uh, as the guide we take our guests out anywhere on the lake and we have a shore lunch bin right with a pan grill oil flour but then an assortment of seasonings an assortment of condiments a can of corn and a can of beans and we cook that over the fire very fresh and uh feed our guests very grateful for that um and a more a more heavy hitting story i guess i would like to share let's do it is with your husband and his father they'd first came well they had not first came out last <laughs> year i got to guide them for the first time last year and the week of fishing was, it was average, mm -hmm. right? We have very big trout in this lake. And of course, everybody wants to catch one. Uh, not everyone has that luck. But towards the end of the week, Larry and Carson uh, fly us all out to a remote part of the lake where we've stashed three boats. Mm -hmm. um, we get out to that part of the lake and there's nobody else there's not there's you drive away from the other couple of boats and there's no plane no one around it's it's the it's hard to explain you're you're stranded you're, absolutely. you're on your own <laughs> <laughs> absolutely stranded uh but anyway larry had had an experience up here where he caught his biggest fish it was a great big lake trout 30 some pounds and he was quite proud and had maybe held it over the family for all those years. No one had caught as big a trout as Larry. Uh, any who's on that fly out, uh, that fish, the fishery in those remote parts has not been fished before. So it's a fully healthy functioning ecosystem and those fish get particularly big. Mm -hmm. Nor have they, they haven't seen very many lures. Uh, anyways, Larry has his favorite lure, had outfished Carson for most of the day but Carson didn't never he never got down he never got down and out he was he maintained uh good energy didn't he didn't mind that Larry was heckling a little bit and yeah towards the end of the day Carson caught one of the biggest trout I've ever seen come out of this lake and how that relates is uh these later years in Larry's life are very meaningful and this is a meaningful place to him uh, we're blessed that he brought out his two sons and their wives and his wife it was mm -hmm. beautiful to have them all out but last year was special just him and Carson seeing their dynamic hearing all these stories mention of their childhood right and uh, for Larry to experience that fish uh, that Carson had caught was an act of God and, and the time like the time that it came right that is an absolute fish of a lifetime and very well maybe in Larry's life right. so that was 
profound to me. And uh, I think Carson's relationship with God might have had a play. I'm not sure if he was praying for it, but it felt it, it was heavier than a 40, however, 46, 47 pound leak rope. It was deeply profound. So I've heard that story from Carson's perspective. I've heard that from Larry's perspective. So that's special for me to hear it from your perspective and to see how it had a profound impact on you. Um, I, I have to say, and I'm a little biased, but my husband's kind of like the most amazing person <laughs> in the whole world. And uh, I'm so glad that you got to experience that with him. Um, do you have anything else that you want to share? Because I am open to hearing any of your thoughts. Mm. One thing I'd like to note about your family is you are all like we, we get a, an assortment of guests out at Great Bear Lake from all over the world. But this family in particular, in particular, is uh, they are the most kind, generous, polite, easygoing, happy people I've ever met and uh it's been an absolute privilege to get to meet all of you like I do look forward to fishing with you again well I I think if any of us have anything to say about it we will fish together again because I think I can speak for all of us when I say that we've we've pretty much adopted you into Uh, our into (laughs) our circle I mean you played cards with us yesterday that was that was a big deal um but Hayden thank you for sitting down and talking with me today. Thank you for being so good at your job and for being so wonderful to our family. Watching you in particular with Larry and Sheena, my mother-in-law and father-in-law, and seeing how how well you respected them and took care of them, made sure they had everything that they needed was really, really awesome. It was, it was really good to see and I appreciate that a lot. And uh, getting a chance to spend some time on the lake with you Mm. was really really inspiring for me so thank you for this whole week and this conversation yeah thank you megan that was a privilege and a blessing Thank you so much for tuning in to listen to this week's episode of the little lessons podcast and thank you to my friend hayden slaymaker Thank you for um, being willing to be interviewed, for taking the time to uh, discuss matters of faith and its importance and its role in in your life. I appreciate it so much. And did you hear the call of the loon at the very beginning? I was going to point that out, but I forgot. Um, But such an amazing interview, very inspiring and could not have asked for a better location. So I have a question. Have you taken the time to visit my website yet? www.thelittlelessonspodcast.com. While you're there, you can visit episode archives. You can learn a little bit more about me and about the podcast. And over time, more things will be added, including um, hopefully a link to some merchandise that you can purchase or uh, maybe a blog and just other fun things that I have uh, planned for the future. So go and take a look at that. Um, Also, you can always find me on social media at the Little Lessons Podcast on Instagram. While you're there, you can find information about episodes and about guests, um, other fun, fun content. 
Um, you can also DM me there if you have a suggestion for an episode, uh, for an interview, or if you would like to be interviewed, please reach out. And with that, I invite you to go out into the world and look for the little lessons that Heavenly Father is sending especially to you.